Happy freaking New Year to all you bachelors and bachelorettes still out there. All right. I hope you missed me because I missed bringing you content each and every week while I was gone, okay? The holiday season is super stressful and busy for everybody, trying to catch up with all their family, especially during a pandemic, but uh, I promise that I have not forgotten you and that I'm going to come with it today. We will kick this year off right, okay? Today, we're talking about recycling. You're like, recycling? What does that have to do with anything? Well, let me tell you, okay? Reduce reuse, recycle. That's the motto, and we're gonna flip it a little bit. We're gonna reduce the amount of times we reuse a toxic ex who we recycled from our past. Okay? We are only moving forward. All right, recycling. You know, recycling exes is something that I always talk to my friends, coworkers, kind of everybody about, um, because it's a topic that's on the fence a lot. People never know. Is it really a good idea to try that again? Will third time be the charm? Highly unlikely, but you never know. Would I go back to another ex? You know what? I think I would, but sometimes it gets a little murky, you know? You can't do it with each and every ex. There are only certain ones, and there definitely should be some rules to recycling. You can't just go back to each and every person that you've been with, like, immediately, at least in my opinion. You know, do what you want, but a little smarter. I mean, I'm not going to say toxic because not every relationship that you end necessarily ended because it was toxic. Maybe it was mutual. Maybe it was just time to go. Or maybe the motherfucker was crazy and you had to end that thing. Okay. Um, is there an ex that I would not go back to? I'm trying to think, I, I tell people this all the time, I was blessed. Looking back at my exes, I don't think there was an ex that things really ended badly and that I wouldn't potentially date again or at least think about dating again. Um, well, maybe, maybe one. And it's not because it was a super bad ending. It's just we really didn't. I just didn't like who they were as a person I didn't think that who they were as a person got on too well with who I am as a person but you know time is the greatest equalizer who knows she might be a completely different person than she was six years ago five six years ago however long that was ago um but like I said I I feel like everybody has their reason for why they would go back to an ex but they have even more reasons why they would not go back to one um so my personal thing, I'll dive deeper into what I was just talking about with there being one ex that I wouldn't go back to personally. For me, consistency and your word are everything. And if you can't be a person of your word and you're inconsistent in your actions, not just your speech, then I don't have time for you in any capacity, whether that's romantically, whether that's platonically, hell, even if we're related if you're inconsistent, I might see you on a holiday. I might not. Won't bother me none. You got to go or I got to leave. One of the two. But uh, either way, we're done. Is that a little harsh? I don't think so. Um, I believe like we talk about boundaries are super important. And if you don't stand by those boundaries, then 
you are apt to not just keep recycling exes, but like just burning down whole forests, like just going through people because you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results, you know? Definition of insanity, textbook. This is something I ask when I'm in the mindset of reusing somebody from my past is like one person from your past who you really had feelings for, who you thought could have potentially been the one who made you think, what if? Or even now, you just think sometimes about this person and think, what if? Like, what if we didn't break up? What if I didn't have as big of a temper as I did back then? What if I told you how I really felt instead of just shutting down? What if? It's such a powerful statement and nine out of 10 times does nothing for you, but sometimes we like to indulge in fantasy and I have two, I have two people who I've been with, maybe not dated like officially <coughs> in a relationship or given a title to, but there are two people I've been romantic with who I could say, who I still think about what if all the time. Um, and that's actually girlfriend one and two back to back. They, we act, I did date them. Um, Girlfriend one, I was young and I didn't realize how immature I was at the time. Um, but I was at least mature enough to realize that I was immature and I couldn't handle my situation that I was in. And so we ended things. Um, but I think about her all the time. Um, not, I think maybe because she wasn't just a girl I knew. She was somebody who I've been friends with for almost well, over five years so I legitimately cared about her she wasn't just you know anybody she was probably my best friend or one of my best friends um, at the time she had the reason things didn't work out is because I don't know like boys are we're kind of stupid sometimes you know what I'm talking about um, we are hot-headed we miss a lot of clues and above all else, we don't know how to communicate effectively. We have a very low emotional intelligence. Well, not every guy, but at least all the guys I knew growing up, we had super low emotional intelligence. Like anytime I was told something and I didn't know how to handle it, my answer was, I'm going to go fight it or I should go punch or kick it. Like, can I break it? I'm good at breaking things. I'm not good at listening I'm not good at being a fixer. For me, I have, let's see, when was that? That was back in like, oh, eight. So yeah, 10, 12 years later, I am definitely a much better listener. And I like to think I have a little more maturity, both mentally and emotionally uh, than I did back then. Just so I'm not just dropping names. What if the Josh of today had another chance with, you know, let's, we're going to call her Kim. What if we could have another shot with Kim? Um, now, unfortunately, fortunately, depends how you look at it. Um, right now, I'm not going to try to take another shot at Kim. Kim is married. She's married, has two kids, live in a happy life. 
We gave up that whole shit. We are no longer homewreckers. Or we're slow. Yeah, we're not homewreckers anymore. We gave that up. We don't do that. Um, But if she becomes single again, I don't know. A DM might happen. Um, But I do think, I do think um, that maybe down the line, if the opportunity presented itself, I believe our matured versions of ourselves could be really good together. Um, She was just fun and easy to talk to. Those are two things that you don't find every day in a person. Um, Or if you do, they might be a friend and somebody who's not super romantic. But maybe, like I said, because we started as friends, that she has the potential to, to have been one of my greatest relationships or or whatever. And then the second person who I personally would, you know, recycle, bring back um, from my relationship graveyard um, would be, like I said, girlfriend number two. We'll call her Sunshine A because she did have a smile that literally lit up the room, but B because... Uh, it's in her name. Um, <laughs> makes it easy. Um, she was... Honestly, like... I guess I'm biased. She was my favorite romantic partner. Because... Not only do I think she... Was a female version of me. But she was also so different and expanded my horizons so much. So, what, I mean, she, yin and yang, you know, opposites attracting and familiarity. Like, I don't know what else you could ever really want in a partner um, besides those things. Sunshine was somebody I met in my early, in like my late teens, early 20s. Definitely somebody I probably would have friend-zoned or never given a second look to, but somehow through sheer coincidence and the fact that we knew almost all the same people, we ended up in a situation where one time we had a moment and that moment just grew into a a relationship, which once again was also sustained by a friendship. I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying date everybody you're friends with, like, because that will get messy. Like, messy probably wouldn't even be the best word for it. It'd be worse than messy. But dating somebody who you really look at or consider to be a friend makes things so much easier and more enjoyable. Like, I have better memories with the people who I was friends with and had romantic relations with than people I had one-night stands with or... We had casual things on and off throughout months or years because you actually care about the person and you know they kind of care about you. They're actually invested, so you want to spend more time with them. So I guess hearing myself now, I'd probably lean towards definitely recycling is not the worst idea. Um but that doesn't mean that you got to shut yourself off to new possibilities. Like, do not be stuck in the past and, like, just keep trying to, like, 
at different points in time, go back to the same four or five people you've been with for your entire lives. Um, or at least your early lives, you know. Um, I'm not old, so I can't really speak for a lifetime now. If you are in your 40s or 50s and you happen to bump into somebody from high school, go ahead, take that shot, you know. Um, but me being really not to, like, I haven't even had a 10-year anniversary from high school, so I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm trying to hop in this high school pool real quick. Um, no, I'm, I'm meeting new people. Uh, there's so many, there's so much to explore out there. I can't limit myself to just this one small city in this one small state. Um, or another small city in the same small state, just a little bit north. Can't do it. Gotta spread my wings. Ooh, speaking of like reusing one of your exes, um, like message me about this, like honestly, because this is a legit question that I, I just had to like I I've been thinking about, and like I just I just want to know. So, if you were to reuse one of your exes, do you think there should be a certain amount of time? between when you broke up and when you would try something else with them or go back to them. After this break, we will kind of delve into that. Okay, and we're back. So yeah, um, reusing an ex, is there a certain amount of time that has to pass before you would even think about going back to them or that you could even even talk to them in general, depending on how it ended with them. Um, like, is it a day? Are there a week? Like, is it a week? Months? Years? A decade? Like, I'm not saying there has to be a standard, but I definitely definitely believe that there should be some time before the thought of even going back to a relationship um, that you've already been in. Just like in life, or in death, I should say, there is a mourning period for your relationship. So I couldn't even, personally, um, I couldn't even think about going back to a, somebody before I've ended that mourning period of the relationship. Now, if it's a quick thing that didn't last long or like, like, you know, spring break flings. They're good for a couple days or like a little vacation, you know, getaway. They're good for a couple days, but when we both go back to our lives, I am not upset if we never talk again or yeah, if we never talk again, because it is what it is. We had fun for the three or four days we were wherever we were and now we're back in reality. It's not really plausible for me. <laughs> You know, you to meet somebody and just like at a party or on a small trip, get to know them so deeply, so passionately that you want to start something with them when they are somebody you're probably not going to see ever again. Or you never know. Like my last trip, I met some amazing people, but they live on complete different sides of the country than me. Yeah, you were cool, but. I'm not going to go halfway across the country off of that little two-day sample of us hanging out together. 
we vibed and that was that. But I don't know, like your first love, like when we talk about Kim, I'm not going to say she was my first love, but she was my first relationship. So she always will hold a special place in my heart. And from that, yeah, I would think about, and because things ended really well and natural between us, I would obviously think about going back to there. But like I said, it's been almost a decade and a half. So all the scars and wounds have healed from that platonic ending. And even though it's been almost 15 years, we've still talked like off and on throughout those years. You know, graduations of high school, college, careers, you know, promotions, marriage for her. Um, I congratulated both her and her husband um, because that's huge. You know, you found somebody who you think is your person, which we all can't say that we have. Otherwise, we wouldn't be bachelors, you know, or bachelorettes. I'm sorry. We wouldn't be out here single to say that. Um, you know, so I, I, I uh, I'm not going to say that's important. You don't always have to have that deep of a relationship with your ex. But like I said, if you're thinking about going back to somebody, I, I could net like that. We're, you're never going to go back to somebody who is a bridge that you've burned or have been burned by. It just is not going to happen. Like, or if it does, it'll baffle me because that just does not make sense. You know, if things were horrible and you didn't treat them like with decency and they were just disrespectful to you, I see no reason to want to get back in that. But there are some of us who were drawn into that that place because we feel like we might not deserve better or it's the only way we think we know how or deserve love. Um, and I've, I've seen that more than I've lived it uh, through friends and family. Um, and it's tough. Uh, I, I guess... I guess this is how you learn, really. You see something, you decide, I do not or do not like that. And you make sure that whenever you are in a situation like that, you try to sidestep some of those red flags. Like for me, when I see somebody who's like super confrontational all the time. And I was like, I know I'm like, I'm not into arguing. That's not what we do. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. I have better things I could be doing. And I'm not trying to do it every day. Um, so when I'm with somebody and I see they're super argumentative over any and everything, like they just love to argue, I stay away from it. So if I was with somebody who was like that, they're going to stay left because, like I said, I'm not trying like 10 years down the line. I'm not trying to argue about something that happened 10 years ago. Like, like wash it. Um but I can say when I was in college, the surprisingly enough, I only date like I only dated one person pretty much cons not consistently, but like consistently on and off through college. And we would be together for a couple months and then we'd take a couple months off and then be together for a couple more months and like on and off like months. And it would hurt. Like, I feel like as soon as we, like, both got over, like, being hurt, like, the breakup, 
we would just fall back into each other. And so, that's like a tough thing is because when it finally ended, like, I had to, I had to like leave that area because I knew if I didn't leave, it would just be repetition on and off. It'd be an endless cycle of us Ross and Racheling. And even though I liked Friends as a show, I wasn't trying to live that life. That's not who I am. That's not what I'm about. Um, so yeah, I mean, just like, let me know. Is there an amount of time before you go back to an ex? Um, Sticking in this vein, if you have a friend, like, the re- and I guess the reason I even bring this up is because I have a friend right now. She broke up with her boyfriend maybe a week and a half, two weeks before Christmas. And then they didn't talk for like a week, but knowing how they've already broken up three times in the second half of the year I figured they'd get back together but like I said them not talking for a week and then the next week he hits her up like hey babe I miss you like let's hang out or do you need me to take you to work like red flag number one like that it's only been like you guys broke up literally a week ago like why are you already trying to like get back into this relationship if you've broken up four times within three months I think that should be a signal to both of you that this is not going to work and it should not be tried again. But lo and behold, after I warned her and like, she was like, no, we would never. I'm totally done with him. Just talked to her not even two hours ago. And she was like, yeah, he's like talking about like, will will I be his Valentine? I was like, why would your ex ask you to be their Valentine? That's a little weird. And she was like, oh, yeah, sorry, forgot to tell you, Jonesy, Um, we're dating again. And I was like, it's been a month and a half since you've broken up, swore up and down the entire coast that you would not date him again. And what's happening? You're dating him for a fifth time now in five months or six months. Let's say six months, five times six months. That's like that's almost like one once a month you guys are breaking up. Why? I that is something that should not be recycled. Okay, that's a non-recyclable. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm going to coin that right now. Dating unrecyclables, okay? There are some people that you should just chuck in the trash and be done with, okay? Let me know if that was too harsh. Was I being too harsh on her? Should I just let her live her life or should I be like, "Really sis?" Like this isn't Wendy's. Like, we're not trying to do a for four for four. That's not how relationships should work. Should Like, let me know, guys. Come on. Like, just down below in the comments or just DM me. You shouldn't have a breakup and start it back with the same person in the same month. Let me know. Am I being crazy or is that a thing? I know, I know we talked about reduce, reuse, recycle. You're like, well, Josh, like, you haven't really talked about reducing much. Just reusing. Okay, okay, fair. Let's get into reducing. I think that in order to recycle anybody, any of your exes, you first must reduce them, okay? Reduce, I'm not saying stop going on dates and stuff. Like, go on dates all the time. But 
don't count everybody as an ex because that's a, a problematic ideology. Like sometimes when you're talking about somebody you've like slept with in the past, like I slip up sometimes and I say, oh, my ex. But I was like, we never really dated. We hooked up a couple times. Like we met on Tinder or Bumble or whatever. And then we hung out a couple times. We got it in. And then we didn't speak again for like nine months when we wanted to do the same exact thing again. That's not an ex. That's just somebody you have casual sex with. An ex should be a person who be like, nope, we were actually in an exclusive, committed, or open relationship. Like, we both agree that this was dating. Um, so, re- first, just reduce what we call exes. And then reduce from that actual list of exes that we just went through and made people who just didn't work out for a reason, okay? Like I said, the trash person who you've dated five times within five months, that person should be off the list of like recyclable exes. Because why? Just why? And then somebody who is obviously like, you know, Kim, who's married with kids now. We're not trying to be homewreckers in 2021, y'all. That's not what we're about. Take them off the list. You're not, you don't hit them up at no 10 o'clock and not be like, hey, what you doing? No, leave, leave her alone. Okay. Leave him alone. Let them be happy. All right. Don't just cause you ain't happy. Don't mean that they shouldn't be happy. And lastly, reduce the stress in your life. You know, you're like, well, what does that have to do with the next? Here's the thing. If you are too hyper-focused on just a trying to find a person you're gonna stress yourself unnecessarily there should not be any rush for you to like date somebody right now if you can't find anybody and you're not and nobody's really looking for you take that time and just stop worrying and just focus on you have some me time better yourself or just enjoy the solitude Because once you find your person and then you're living together 24-7, you're not going to have as much you time as you do now. So enjoy it while you got it. Or go out there and try new things. Like, I had to end things with somebody because I felt like they didn't know who they were. And they didn't want to reduce the amount of time we were spending together to work on themselves. But they still wanted us to grow somehow. So, once again, reduction. Reduce. All right? So, we've done reduce. We've done reuse. And we've talked about things that are non-recyclable and recyclable. You know what? I do realize I was being a little biased. So, let's take a step back and I'll give you some more pros and cons to recycling. Because once again, I was like, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't recycle. I've admitted that I would do it several times. And there has been somebody that we've recycled, that I've recycled before. So I get why you would recycle. You know, some people don't like to raise their body count. So they do it for like sexual reasons or, you know, like I don't want to, you know, sleep with so many people when, when they're younger. They think that that really matters. Or things are familiar. When things are familiar, they feel safe. Or you just slip into a pattern because it is habitual. 
So you're like, oh, well, I know if I go back to this person, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into, whether that's good or bad. You know, um, if I knew that they're a really nice person and they take me back, but I'd end up getting bored and like hurting them again, but I keep going back and back because I know it's reliable. That's not necessarily the best thing that I should be recycling for either of us. One, it's not fair to that person that you're continually like a, like acknowledging and agreeing to the fact that you're going to mess with their feelings and hurt, like, you know, end up hurting them and you because you're not really growing and you're not giving yourself the opportunity to find somebody who could be better for you, better suited for you or just make you happier. Um, which is something us millennials have trouble with. Like being happy is not our strong suit. And then some of the cons against it is, like I said, things being familiar. When you keep going into a situation that you knew that neither of you were growing into, you're intentionally stifling yourself. For what purpose? You know, the goal in life is to progress and be the best version of you you can be. Whether that means providing for your family if you have one. Just, just being happy is such a fletch for me right now. Like, there's so many things going on in the world and so much sadness and anger and hatred that if you're genuinely happy about any part of your life, like, focus on that and nourish that because not everybody has that or has found that yet. So stay out of those toxic situations where your partner might be aggressive or just... All in all, a piece of shit. Not sorry I said it. Stay away from your piece of shit ex. All right? Uh, and then another con to maybe recycling is the baggage. Once you've been there two or three times, like no matter if it ended well, there's definitely some baggage there that you're both going to be hesitant about when you go for time three or four or five and six, that we've tried this so many times knowing that it doesn't work. Why are we trying this again? Like enough is enough. I think it's time to learn to call it quits, okay? Um, if you're always breaking up or you're always just slow to even get to the commitment stage, the exclusivity stage, you got like... Don't bother. You're just wasting each other's time. And time is valuable because you don't get that back. We learned that in 2020 with everybody who like to pass away or the pandemic. We don't get that time back of being locked in the house quarantine. All the memories we could have been making, but we couldn't because we had to stay inside or we had to socially distance or we had all these curfews, you know, um, and things still aren't back to normal. So why intentionally grab more baggage than you need to carry, okay? Stay away from the messiness. It's not what we need in our lives, all right? We're, we're doing better things. We are doing better things. Not just this year, just in general. We're being better people because that's the way we want to live. That's what TNSB is all about, becoming a better version of you, not only for yourself, but for that future partner, because we won't be single for life, okay?
forever alone, that's not us. Now, temporarily alone for an extended period of time, maybe, but never forever alone, all right? So I think that's a great place to wrap. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in on this episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Coming up this year, we have so many exciting things to talk about. I won't give them all away. but And don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for more content between episodes or to kind of let me know what you want to hear. This isn't just my show. It's our show. So I want to give you guys what you want. So remember, check down below for all our links. Um, but thank you for sticking with me. And here's to 2021. This is going to be our year, I guess. And I'll see you on the next one.